Come everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Yishur. Today Yishur is Daf Memtet. We will begin on the top of Memtet Amur Alf. Um, today's Daf is available. Today's Daf. Anyone who would like to sponsor, contact Mr. Shimshim Benjamin. Happily waiting to accept your phone call. We now begin with the discussion of a, a daughter who was married off, and her father gave her over to messengers of the husband who came to pick her up. So she's already Kiddushin, and she was given over to the husband's shliach. And Ve'ema de'hechet ha'hajr le'benash. Lekmar is saying, Ema, maybe we could say, he'hechet ha'hajr le'benash in a case where she would go back to her father's house before she goes to the husband, ha'hajr le'benash. Does she go back to her original state, which means like this. When she was engaged, she was in her father's house. Then she got given to the shluchim of the husband. Now, if they take her to the husband, then she's fully married. What happens if they take her back home? Is she now still the, the old stage? Or maybe she go, maybe maybe she's like she's given to the husband. Because we said before that when she's like given to the husband, there's a bunch of different things that that are related to that. Which means, like, let's say, let's say the girl would be forced to have relations. Would, would we say that she gets the hundred shekel or not? So, we what we said that once she's given to the husband, she doesn't get it. But is, is that true even if she goes back to her father's house afterwards? Or no? In other words, is it reversible? Yes, when she's given to the husband's messengers, she won't get the knas. But when she goes back, could she get the knas? You with me, Shimshin, or no? Amarava, Ahu, Kvar Paska, we already learned that. Tane de Bebishmael, Tane Bebishmael, Neda Amanagusha, Kual Shira, Sadal, Nafsha, Yukumalea. We're learning from the laws of Hafarat Nedalim. It says anything that she says, a woman who's a divorcee or a widow, whatever she says, she has to keep because no one can knock it off. Not the father and not the husband. Mata Mudwan, Humutat Mikhlal Av, Humutat Mikhlal Bal. Why do I need a pasuk to tell me that no one could take care of her nedarim? It's obvious. We said that the father could take care of her, and we said that the husband could take care of her. This girl is a widow or a divorcee. She's not in the father or the husband's suit. Ella, because it's talking specifically about a girl who was given to her husband's shliach and then she was widowed or divorced. Now, who, who's, whose possession is she in? Is, is she in her father's possession or in the husband's possession? So you might think that she, she might be in the father's possession because she never got to the husband. We learn from here that once she walked out of the father's possession by going into the shuchim of the Baal, she no longer could ever go back. And therefore, it will be the same thing by our case that once she goes to the shuchim of Baal, she'll have no right to get to Knas either. Amar Papa. Her Papa says, Amara Papa, Papa says, Afa nan amitanina, we learn in a brighter also. Habal nan amurasa, a person has relations with nan amurasa. 
the forced relations. You only get skila if you meet all conditions. Number one, Nara, 12 to 12 and a half. Bitula, she has to never have relations. Murasa, she has to be engaged only, not fully married. And she's still in her father's house. So now we're learning what, what each one means. The Pasuk mentions all those four things. Bishlam Nara, we mentioned Nara, what's that for? She can't be 12 and a half already. Too late. Bitula, she has to be un, un, not have relations. Lobula, she can't have relations already. Murasa, she has to be engaged. Velonisua can't be fully married. Betavi in the father's house, the Mutem, what's it coming to include? What's it coming to exclude? Well, the father's house. Obviously, that's already included when we said she was Arusa. It must be coming to exclude when the father gives her to the Shukhabal that she's no longer in the father's house. So we see already that when you're not in your father's house, you no longer get that special Knas. Okay? And you don't get Tzikila either. We learned in a brighter also, Habal, Eshadish, a person has relations with a, with a married woman. Once she goes into the, into the possession of the father, then the Su'in, for marriage, even though she never relations, Once you had relations with her, you don't get Tzikila anymore, you only get Chenek. But it mentions that you went into the Shut Habal. It doesn't mention you went to the Chupah. This is the Rishut Habal. So the Rishut Habal means the Shluche Habal. And therefore, Shmamina, we see from here that the Shluche Habal, the messengers of the husband who came to pick up the girl, already take her out of the thing of Sikila. Is that clear? Hold, hold, hold on one second. Okay, here's the new Mishnah. Ha'av eno From the letter of the law, the father is not responsible for the mizonot, the food of his daughter. While he's alive. His daughter, he doesn't have to pay for her food. He can just say, listen, you go collect money. Go collect, go, go, go eat in the charity homes. Technically. Um, How is a place after destruction of Beit HaMikdash. The Sanhedrin moved to Yavna. It was a yeshiva in Yavna. Habanim, Yirshu, Habanot Yizunu. In the Ketubah it says that the sons inherit and the daughters will be uh, given food. So the daughters get their parnasa, and the sons inherit the actual money. So the daughters have the right to always get food, and the sons get whatever's extra from that. Even if it could be a little money, a lot of money, the sons get all the money, but the daughters only have the right to their foods, although they get it first. Now, once we compare the two of them, we're going to say, Just like the sons, they don't inherit until the father's dead. So to the daughters, and don't inherit, don't get food, only after the father dies. But while the father is alive, the father does not have to take care of them. That is the dirasha of the Do we have an age? You're asking a question. Um, it seems like little kids. Let's see. Now we're going to see that this is a big machloket, but the Gemara is trying to figure out who is the town of Amish. Because there's three different opinions in a Brighta 
about whether you have to, should, or don't have to take care of your daughter. Let's see what our Mishnah says. So first we're going to make a diuk from our Gemara. You should really write it down. If you have a pen, Shemshin, you're better off writing this down so you keep track of the opinions, okay? So let's, let's make a diuk from our Mishnah. Focus, guys, okay? We said that you don't have to pay for your daughter's food. It sounds like from the from our Mishnah that you do have to pay for the food of your son. Right? You see that, Diuk? We only talk about daughter, implying you have to pay for the sons. That's one thing. Bitonami, also your daughter, Chovahu Deleka. We only said you don't have to. Ha But you see that there is a mitzvah to do it. Right? Because when we say you don't, not Chayav, doesn't mean you don't, we can't force you. But it sounds like the Mishnah that there's a, there's a mitzvah. So if you analyze that Mishnah, it sounds like the, that you, you have to give your sons, you don't have to give your daughter, but there's a mitzvah to give your daughter. You got that clear? So daughters, mitzvah. Sons, chayav. Good. So says Hamani Matitin, who is the author of that Mishnah? Lord be Mi'ir, Lord be Yudah. It can't be any one of these three rabbis. None of these three rabbis say the son has a chayuv and the daughter is a mitzvah. None of them are going to say that. Now let's go through each one. Titania will learn to the Brighta. Mitzvah lazunat abanot is a mitzvah to give, do- give a food to your daughters. Kalachomer, definitely. It's a kalachomer that you should give your sons. If you give your daughters, you for sure should give your sons. Why should you give your sons? What's the kalachomer? Because the sons are learning Torah. You definitely should give your sons. And therefore, there's a mitzvah and mitzvah. Now that doesn't fit. That's the very mirror. That doesn't fit with us. Why not? Because, why doesn't it fit with us? Yeah, and we said, we said chovah for the banim, exactly. Rabbi Yudah no. Mitzvah lazun al banim. There's mitzvah to do your sons. And kavachomer to your daughters. The other way around. But again, both mitzvah, but it's kavachomer to the daughter. Why? Mishum ziluta. Because it's aib. Right? It's not, it's, not, it's not a way for a daughter to beg for food. A boy can beg for food, but not a daughter. And therefore, the kavachomer goes the other way, according to Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yochanan says, lazun you obligated to do your daughters after, you, after their father dies. But the father's life, elu elu There's no mitzvah at all. While they're alive, there's no mitzvah. It's obligated when the father's dead, and there's no mitzvah while he's alive. Okay? So let's try to analyze the Gemara says. If we're saying it's going to be in the ear, then we have a problem. He said that sons have a mitzvah, and we said there's no mitzvah. Again, he also says the son is a mitzvah, and we said it's a chovah. It's a chovah, right? And he says there's no mitzvah also on the daughter. We said, and, and our Mishnah says there's no chovah, but it sounds like there is a mitzvah. Sigmar so is going to say, you know what? It could be any, our Mishnah could be any of the three. It could be any of the three. How could it be any of the three? So we're going to explain each one. I could tell you to be Meir, you know why? This is what's going on. When we said the guy, Al Mishnah says, the father is not Chayav in the Mizunot of his daughter. 
Now we, so really, you thought, oh, daughter, no, but son, yes? No. Who had in the Benor, really? We could, the, the, the father's not Chayab in the son also. Right? But there's a mitzvah in your daughter. Why did you say bito? If you could have said sons, you should have said, why did you say bito? Right? You could have said sons. This is what's coming to teach you. Flip the page. That even your daughter, which is a kavachomer, no, which is less, I'm sorry. Because he holds the sons are worse, the sons of the Torah. So we, we want to tell you that your daughter, there's a mitzvah. Because like, oh, even your daughter, there's no chovah, but there's still a mitzvah. So we told you about the daughter that there's no chovah to show you that there is a mitzvah for the daughter. Because if I would have said the son, you would have said, oh, only the son you have to give because he learns Torah. But there's no mitzvah for the daughter. So we have to tell you that there's a mitzvah for the daughter. So it really could be Rami Meir. That's answer number one, that Amishnah could be Rameir. Answer number two is, you know what? Amishnah could be also to be Yudah. Ibaitem and Yudah. Hachi kaman. Ha'av eno chayav mezonot pito. The father is not chayav in the mezonot of his daughter. Vikal shkir minon. Definitely doesn't have to do with sons, because the daughter is worse, because he holds ziluta. Right? Ha'mitzvah. But there's a mitzvah, there's also a mitzvah for your sons. There's definitely a mitzvah for the daughters, right? So then why do you mention Bito? Why do you mention Bito? You should have just told me the sons that I would say for Kavachoma for the daughters. Just tell me the sons. According to him, according to Buda, daughters are more obvious than sons because daughters, it's aib for them to go collecting, right? So according to him, you could have just told me the son is the mitzvah and I would know for sure there's a mitzvah for the daughters. No. You, if I didn't say that, you, if I would have talked about the sons, you would have said, oh, the sons, there's a mitzvah. But the daughters, where it's worse, there's a chovah. So therefore, I have to tell you, daughters, there's no chovah, because otherwise you think daughters are a chovah. The e-bite, the third answer, Herb Yochanan and it's really Yochanan and This is what's coming to tell you. of your daughter. Who are the in the Bano? You also know Chayab in the Zerot of his sons. Who are the in the Afil Mitzvah like and there's also no Mitzvah also. So then why do we talk about Chovah? We should have said there's no Mitzvah. Why do you say there's no Chovah? I did the Bano Chovah since after the father dies. There is an obligation. So we mentioned the word obligation before and also, but really there's no Mitzvah altogether. And really it's a Rehoram and Bruka. Okay? You got that or no? Okay, basically what we're saying the last one is that uh, really you're not chayav, there's no mitzvah at all the whole time. So why do we say Eru chayav? If we say, there's no mitzvah, we should say, we should say Eru mitzvah. You're right, we should have said Eru mitzvah. But since after the father dies, there's a chovah, so we want to contrast that by saying beforehand there's no, there's no, there's no chovah. But really there's no mitzvah also. You understand? We want to use the same term as after death. So since after death there's, there is a chovah, so we, we contrast it by saying that before death there is no chovah. But, but it's also true that there's no mitzvah either. Okay? Okay, good. Amar Rabbi Eli, Amar Rish Lakish, Mishum Rabbi Yudah Bar Chanina, Be'ushet, Kinu Adam Zan, Panah, Ve'et Panot Av Kishem Ketanim. 
So if Eli says the name of Rishakish, the name of Bar Chanina, that in Usha, they had the Sanhedrin, and they made a decree that a, a father has to zan his, he has to give Parnassah to his sons and his daughters when they're Ketanim, until they're Bar Mitzvah. So even though from the Torah they don't have to, but there's a Takanat Hamim that they have to. You got it? Ibailu, we have a question. Do we say that he's true what he said that they made the Takanat Usha, or maybe they didn't do it? Tashma, bring your proof. When they came in front of Yudah, they said this guy, this guy didn't want to give his kids food. They brought the case in front of Yudah. The Amora, Amalu, he said, The snake gives birth to his kids and the children have to take care of them. And the, the people of the city have to take care of them. So basically, he's giving the guy Musar that he's like a snake that he doesn't care about his kids. But you see that he's just embarrassing them, but he didn't make them pay. So you see, it doesn't sound like there's a Takana. If there's a Takana, he can make them pay. You with me? He's embarrassing them, but really, he shouldn't just embarrass them. He should... Get the get the stamp and hit him until he pays the money, or go down to his house and take the money. He's not giving Malkut or anything. If it was Takana, they would take care of the guy. You know, he guy the guy goes home and the couch is gone. They sold the couch, so they had to pay for the kids' foods. How come they didn't do that? Why are they still just embarrassing him and feeding him from this Takana? Obviously, there's no Takana. When they came in front of Rechista, Amalahu, they told him, Kavlu Asita Bitsibura. He would say that they, they should, you should embarrass him publicly. Get up and say, Arova Bai Banai, that the Arov, the, 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 the bird, the, the Orev, the bird, the raven, he likes his, he takes care of his children. This guy, he doesn't care about his children. So again, they embarrassed him by comparing him to a raven. And he's wor- they're saying he's worse than a raven, he doesn't take care of his children. But they're embarrassing him, but they didn't make him pay. Now, the Gemara is asking on the mashal that they used. Does the, does the orev really care about, does the raven care about his kids? The Pasuk says, which we mentioned on Rosh Chodesh, now it's not. A, you think it's a mistake that we're doing this on Rosh Chodesh? Hashem gives to the animals their food, to the children of the raven who call out, because that means that the raven abandoned their kids. So why are we saying that this guy is worse than the raven? The raven abandons the kids also. Moses, no. If the when the ravens are white then they, they hate them and they don't give them any food. But when they're black, they give them food. When they get older, the father gives them food. And this guy's not giving food at all. When they came, they come into Rabbah in front of Rabbah and they said, there's another father here who's trying to get away with not feeding his kids. 
Amalei, they told him, by the way, you see how rare it was. This is the one case, or they came in front of Rabbah with this case, but obviously most normal people, they're feeding their kids. Amalei told him, Nia, Lach, they said, oh, you're happy that we're going to give tzedakah to your kids? We only said that we don't force you. Yeah, that's what, I think that's what Rashi said. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Rashi says, this that we don't force you, that's only the law of me. That's only if the guy is not rich. But if the guy was rich, then we force him to feed his kids. Like Rava, he forced Rav Natabar Ami to give Siddhakah. Just like you, give, you force a guy to give Siddhakah, so too you could force a guy to give food for his kids if he's rich. Now, this that we force to give to the car, Tosis has a problem with that. Tosis says, it's talking about a case where they decided, e- e- either it means that they forced him verbally, but didn't actually take the money from him, or there was a certain money they said that everyone's going to pay, and they forced him to pay his share of money. Amar Ila Amar Shakish, Be'ushet Kinu, Hakotev, Another takana of Usha was that if a guy writes in a document, I'm giving all my stuff to my kid while he's alive, and then he ends up living, even though he technically has no money now because he gave all his stuff to his kids, him and his wife have the right to get mizonot from the stuff. Let's say the son doesn't want to give, they can force him to give it. Or let's say the son's a baby and they can't, get the baby to get the food, to, to, to agree because he's under 12, still the father has the right to get Parnassah from his own stuff that he signed off. That's the Takana from Usha. What do we need this? What do we need that Takana for? We have a bigger Chidush. Amana Nezeret Minechasav. Let's say, the, for example, let's say the guy dies and he has a wife and a, and a daughter. And really the daughter gets all the, all the things because there's only those sons the daughter gets. And this daughter got married. Now, really, technically, the, this new husband is really the guy. And therefore, the new hu- husband or the daughter, the, 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 the widow shouldn't be able to take her mizodot from the husband. Why? No, she's not married. The, the, the daughter is married to her first husband. And the first husband already has, already has stuff, right? Normally, the, do- the wife should be able to get the mizonot until she gets the ketubah money. But here, since it's... Um, it's like sold stuff, like with this guy, this guy, it's like he bought the stuff. When he bought, married the girl, he bought the stuff. And she shouldn't be able to get it. Still, the, the woman gets bizarot, right? 
But in a guy, when the husband is buying, where he didn't actually pay money for the stuff, the rabbis didn't say that she can't get it. Because the only reason why the rabbis said that, you, you, that, that a woman, woman can't take them as a lot from Nechassim Meshubadim is because if someone paid, someone paid money for the, for the field of the ketubah, so we're not going to let this lady just take away stuff from the guy, someone who bought it. But this husband of the, of, the, of the daughter, he didn't pay money for the field, he just married the daughter. And therefore, the rabbi, already the, the, the widow should be able to take from him. So definitely he himself should be able to take it from his own stuff. So Mara says, no. The answer is because Rabin sent in a letter. Misha met the guy who died, and he left over Almana Ubat, a widow and a daughter. Almanato, his widow, she gets his, his food. Niset habat. Even if the the daughter got married, the the widow gets mizunot from his from his money. Metabat, if the daughter died, and now the husband gets everything, right? Could 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 the woman could still get the mizunot? I had a story like this. The rabbi said, she still gets the money. Certainly, certainly the guy himself should get it. Over there by the widow, there's nobody who could take care of her. That's why the rabbi said, but here where the guy's still alive, if there's a husband who could make money, let the husband go make money, you would have thought. And therefore, it's not so clear that, you, that he should be able to get money from his own stuff. Let him go make more money now. The chidush is that even the husband could get his own stuff. The Gemara wants to know, is the halakha like him? That a person could get Food after he gave all food for him and his wife after he signed all his stuff to his kids or not? Tashma will bring a proof. A guy comes and he bent down and he kissed Rabbi Yochanan's feet. Why is this guy kissing your feet? Amalei told him, This guy wrote out all his stuff to his kids. We're on the top of and I forced his son, I forced his son to take care of him. If it's not the halacha, that's why he forced them to do it. And that's why the guy was so happy. If that's the halacha, he had to do it. So why is he kissing his feet? So you see that he didn't there was no takana in Usha about this. And therefore, it's not the halacha. Just like the last two things, it's not the halacha. Okay? He went to the Mishunat Adin to make the sun do it. Correct. Okay? Okay, we're going to start the next part. You have a... Amen Question.
You have time for another one?